1: Everybody, and welcome to the What Culture Gaming podcast, hosted by me, Ash Millman, and joined by he, Adam Cleary. Hello, Adam. Hello. You're very close to the screen, and How it's very unnerving. Yeah, you 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 look like you're like beaming in via two pixels max here. So is your internet okay?
3: Uh, it's fine. Yeah, most of the comments I've been getting on videos we've done during lockdown has been you look terrible as opposed to low resolution. So that's at least an improvement.
1: Oh, well, I'm really, I'm really sorry about that. I don't know what to say. I'm very sorry. Um, But yeah, so today we're going to be talking to you about games that we have been playing whilst we've been stuck at home. We have done a couple of pods on similar things, but you haven't heard from us guys. And we are full of exciting, entertaining tidbits of gaming and things we've been playing and fun stuff we've been doing. So we're going to entertain you with the What We Have Been Playing podcast. And it's going to be great is all I can say. We're here um, every week at the moment, we're doing a lot more podcasts. Me and Adam will be doing one every Friday, and uh, we're going to start off with what we've been playing, because it seems like a natural place to bring up some games fun. So, Adam, what have you been playing?
3: Well, I've kind of got a bit of a reputation at work for never getting through things, because like, I'll like sit down with a TV series and spend months on that, and then like spend two years reading a book, and then let myself play a game. But because we've not been allowed out of the house, and I've been denied my precious alcoholism, I've had to turn this one bedroom sad man's masturbatorium into a haven of gaming pleasures. So yeah I've actually played loads of games during lockdown. It's been brilliant. Why did you
1: have to what why did you have to make it that way? The sad man's masturbatorium and the gaming pleasures. I don't want to know what games you've been playing. I don't want to know.
3: Oh well that was a very short podcast. Yeah
1: sorry we're done now. Turn off. (laughs) No really what what um what has been keeping you entertained this lockdown then? That isn't filth.
3: There's loads Loads of cool games which I can make myself look cool by talking about and make myself look like interesting, but I've got to be honest, the most amount of hours out of any video game have probably gone into Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'd never played an Animal Crossing game before, I had no interest in playing an Animal Crossing game before, but then so many people I know, dear colleagues of both yours and mine, were like, Oh, this is a great place to go and escape how horrible the rest of the world is. So I was like, Well. I'm not spending my money on anything else, so I gave it a try and then got mildly addicted to it. I caught all the fish and built all the trees and visited all the islands and got all the residents and then eventually talked a nice dog into playing a small concert on my island. It was
1: This sounds so wholesome. It sounds so lovely. It's
3: so good. Honestly, have you played it? Like you haven't got a- I've had a
1: little dabble in it. I've had a little dabble in it, but no, I haven't played it properly. I've been player two if ever, if ever on it.
3: Ah, the story of your life. Well, it's just so (laughs) like it's so gentle and so reassuring. It's just, you know, you're stuck in the house. Everything is busy work. Now you're either doing you at work and as soon as you finish, it's like, oh, this needs a hoover or this needs a tidy. Like my house has never been cleaner or better organized than this. So I thought if I played a game, I would want to escape the monotonous tasks and the repeated busy work. But all the game is, is just go over here and collect these things. And then yeah. you can build this thing. And then none of the things you build or do or collect or win or earn or anything, do anything. Like, you can't interact with them or anything. It doesn't unlock anything. It's just... Yeah, but it fish. It goes there. Yeah, it goes big there. And fish, it
1: there is the no fish. pop, like, pulling an oarfish out of the sea.
3: Oh, you've done the oarfish?
1: Or oh, big oarfish, big I pop. I
3: absolutely lost my mind. Every single fish I had had been about that big. been a dace or a loach or something completely useless. And I pulled an oarfish out and gasped, like, in a way yeah. that... Film and television have not been able to make me do in a long time. I audibly like. (laughs) (laughs) Investment
1: in the fish.
3: Yeah. uh, There's a museum in the island as well, which I, I got a Switch. The same reason I buy pretty much every single Nintendo console. And that is because there is a new Pokemon game out and I want to play it. So I got the Switch with the new Pokemon game and was really disappointed by it. I thought they didn't do enough to like make it. It didn't feel like a step onto a home console from a traditionally handheld franchise. And somehow Animal Crossing has managed to create a better "Gotta Catch 'Em All" mini game <laughs> than the actual Pokemon game. Like the, filling the museum there, there's an owl in it called Blathers, who is just Benjamin Richardson in a bow tie. Oh, he's he's a
1: lovely owl. He's a lovely oh, owl, and I'm, and Blathers is as well.
3: I don't even have to make the Blathers case to you. That's that's relieving. He's just I I I feel bad playing the game during the day and having to wake him up to show him the tiny thing I've got <laughs> for him for the fact. but. No, it's just, it's so wholesome and it's so pure. And it was in the first couple of weeks of this, the perfect tonic to everything else that was going on. I've dropped off. I got the concert. I did the slider stuff. I've not really gone back to it too much since then, but the hours that were spent on it was yeah. certainly not wasted.
1: The time I have had on there has been absolutely catch all the fish, catch them, <laughs> them all, catch the <laughs> bugs. Like that has been that was like my little escape. But no, the thing that got me through the beginning of this absolutely was um, Doom Eternal, which I've spoke about previously. Oh. And uh, oh, the rip and tear was so cathartic. A bit of rip and tear. It's just arcade madness. I know it has been espoused much upon on this channel and on the gaming channel. It is a great game it is a great game it's um perhaps game of the year so far until next week when the last of us 2 comes out which will then take up all of my time in the world i think but yeah doom eternal was my um my 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 jumping in point to this and i had such a blast with it killing demons what more could you want
3: well i have a question actually i haven't played doom eternal yet but i did play doom 2016 a little bit is it better than that or different than that or Oh, oh, uh, oh, no, oh no uh,
1: it's really good. It's a really good game and it's incredibly put well put together and it's a great sequel. Um, but 2016 is my favorite out of the two. I just think that that <laughs> hits the,
3: the peak. Uh, Ash, you're not breaking up with the game, you have uh, to really reassure it.
1: I know, but like, I feel like every time I talk about it, every time i spoke about Doom Eternal, I've been like, oh, it's not as good as 2016, but that doesn't mean it's not an amazing game. It's just I, I prefer 2016. But I still had a nice time with it. I still it was still one of my favourite experiences of like gaming recently that I've done because I had a good time. Had some rip and tear. Picked up some arcade ammo. I don't think it, I don't think it helped my case playing 2016 right before Doom Eternal. You're laughing at me, rip and tear. You're laughing well, at rip and tear. I'm
3: just laughing at you because I remember when you were playing this game. Every single person at What Culture will attest to the fact you communicated in only three words for about three weeks. <laughs> and it was, just, it was a different combination of tear, rip, and.
1: I know that honestly, and if that if, if that was me, you're gonna imagine what Rich was like, who is like fully invested in this game. I don't think he, I, I don't even know what he spoke in. If I spoke in those three words, like it, it, it takes over your life. That game, it's a it's a real good one. But um, what what else have you been doing? This as, as Animal Crossing, like peered into your other things. Have you gone for more wholesome content? Now you've had a trip to the world of whatever your islands, what, your island. Oh, my island.
3: Do you know what my island was called? Yeah. It was called Newcastle.
1: Oh, there we go. There it is. There it is.
3: I, course,
1: I did know this. I just wanted you to have to say it on camera.
3: I wanted to call it Clipy Bay, but I got told I wasn't allowed. Anyway, um, no, I have not had more wholesome gaming experiences as a result of that. That was my designated court-appointed calm-down time. What I played instead... Uh, what I segued out of was the Final Fantasy VII remake. Now
1: oh, you've got to tell me all about this because I haven't played it, and I need I need I need some super fans' knowledge of it because I know you're a big fan of the Final Fantasy series. Um,
3: before before I get into this, I should point out, me and Scott, we got down to go and, uh, play it uh, a few months before it came out. Square very kindly had us down. We got a couple of samples of it, and then when it came time to review the game, we obviously got a review copy, and I straight away went, "I don't want that. I don't want that because this game." means so much to me as both like a person and a game and everything. I did not want to have to sit there and rush through it in three or four nights for work just to get a bit of content out of it. So long as someone else was happy to do that, I preferred to wait a bit, not get it straight away, let all the conversations around it die down and just sit in my own little bubble and play it. And it was for, for large parts perfect. Other parts, not quite, but overall, I cannot believe what a triumph of video game production and also how protective it is of the original story. I was so dead against them remaking that game. I didn't want them to do it. I didn't see a need for it. I thought, I'm not going to play it. We'll just ruin it. But you can tell every single person uh, working on that game either worked on the original or played it when they were a kid because they just the weight and the reverence and the respect that's like there for the original game, even the stuff they've changed and tweaked and everything is, it's just so, it's so good. I loved it so much. Yeah. I, was, I said to Scott when I was playing it, it's taking me ages because I'm refusing to run anywhere. I'm just, <laughs> walking, I'm walking everywhere. I just looking up and looking at the world building and how they've brought this like polygon, just about 3D world from from my childhood into like beautifully rendered like photorealistic detail. It was just oh chef's kiss the whole thing.
1: Oh no, it's it, it sounds really good. I feel like it's one of those games that is so much more special for people who had it growing up. Um, it does seem like a, a goable in- entry point to people who haven't though. Would you say if you can play it if you haven't played the original?
3: Uh, well, you've not played the original, have you?
1: No, no. We did uh, potentially talk about with, with these podcasts go on. You, you might make me play the original and then we talk about going through Final Fantasy Seven. So if you're interested in that, let
3: us know. But You make no, me I sound threatening really the there.
1: What? You, you make, make me play. Really
3: threatening. Look, if this goes on, you're going to have to play Final Fantasy VII. Um You
1: know what I mean? As in, if we don't do normal, like, airy, bright chats, we go, right, we're going to mainline <laughs> this content. Instead, we're going to play Final Fantasy 7 I've said it like that because... I don't want to, I'm, I'm scared of committing to it in case I start it and don't like it. And then like, you know, you know if it
3: goes on, I don't know. I would, I would say if you've not played the original, you could absolutely play this game and love it just purely as a video game with the mechanics in it and the battle system and the story. However, how much of it you would totally get and totally understand, I do not know. Because a lot of the story, it's kind of written from the perspective of, you know what happens originally. Because without getting into spoiler territory, there's ways that this plot unfurls which deviate from the original game, which are very much done with nods and winks, the sort of they're there to make you question why it's happening and relate that back to the original story. So if you don't actually know the stuff that was in the original game, you kind of need a grounding knowledge. in. I would imagine you'd have a lot of fun with it. It's a guy with a massive sword. There is rip and tear to be had there. Well, wow. I imagine you would play that and go, OK, so I have several hundred questions. <laughs>
1: Oh well, I've just seen loads of screen caps of cats all over it, and that's what draws me to it. To be honest, there was,
3: there's a lot of cats. There are weirdly, there are a lot of cats in this game, but the cat character from the original game.
2: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side. Just go to indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Is not in this game.
1: Well, there's a cat character in the original game. Sort
2: of,
3: yeah. There's a, there's a like a magic cat that rides a giant stuffed toy, but he obviously doesn't come into the game till much later, and they set this all within the confines of the early part of disc one, so... So, do you know what? There's somebody screaming at this video right now. Yes, I know that the person behind him is in it, but he is not in it.
1: Okay. Well, I'm invested. From this point, I'm invested. <laughs> and, you know, maybe I'll half commit to doing the Final Fantasy Seven idea, but we'll see. We'll see. I like I like the airy, breezy chat. But, um, yeah, but for me, I, that sounds like quite a big game that you've kind of committed yourself to in a matter of hours. Whereas, for me, over this period, it's been very much... Squeeze in as many short ones as I can, or like mm. kind of 15 hours or less. Um, so, like, I've gone through Oxenfree, which is this neat little um, conversational uh, kind of a bunch of teenagers go to an island. It's all like weird 2D graphics. A bunch of teenagers go to an island for a party and um, go to these caves with a radio because that's what you do when you're fun, youths hanging out. Go to a cave, not. then go to a cave with a radio. Where's like, the
3: drinking minigame?
1: Yeah, well, that is the drinker game, hanging out with the radio in a cave. Um, so you go and you go and turn it on and you accidentally, like, split time and space open and loads of ghosts come out and start going, ooh, we are spooky ghosts. Have some terror. And that's the uh, that's the game. It's like five hours. But it's so it was so neat and uh, so interesting to see all the different conversations play out. It has different endings. It's a good game. I really enjoyed that. And um, the other one was What Remains of Edith Finch, which is a very short one. I think that was like a night or something. Uh, which is just about someone who thinks they have a family curse. Um, and it's just her telling you about her whole family's past and how they've died mysteriously in, the, in days gone by. And you go and experience each person's life and the things that led up to their death and just go, ooh, well, that's interesting. Is it? You, z- you zoomed in, sorry. You, your face came so close to the camera then. I was like, he's going to do a bit.
3: Uh, me? Do a yeah. bit? How dare oh. you? Um, one thing I have been doing a lot of, uh, during all this is tidying up and I've reorganized a lot of stuff. And in the process, I found some old PS4 games. Now, I got very kindly gifted *Untitled Goose Game* and *Breath of the Wild* for Christmas, and I still haven't started either of them. I know, I know. This
1: game is so short. like. No, I know. And it's such eventually. good fun.
3: I know. I will. I will. I swear. I will eventually. But I did find *Overwatch* and remembered how much I love playing *Overwatch*. So the last two nights. I have played Overwatch online and it turns out you know, say it's just like riding a bike. You never forget how to do stuff. So. I've forgotten every single character on Overwatch. <laughs> I I trace some about Yeah, I could I, there's about five or six of them I was reasonably competent with. I was no good at any of them. I must have had about not even just seven or eight battles until I got a win, probably about fifty or sixty deaths until I got a kill. Oh. So that was uh, that was humbling. <laughs> I'll yeah. not be doing that again in a hurry, but it was fun. It was fun. Your teenagers at the beach getting drunk and apparently not touching each other game sounds a bit weird.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry,
3: sorry. Sorry. Sorry.
1: teenagers touching each other was the, the the jumping in point there. There was no, no, they, they talk about kissing and there's two that want to get together, but they're like, Ooh, I don't know if she likes me and I don't know. And you've got to kind of decide whether they're going to, you know, hang out together or not. I pushed them together. I was like, kiss, kiss.
3: This game is not set in Newcastle, is it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no. Um, but no, they, uh, it, it's just a really, it's a wholesome, nice game with a spooky undertone rather than a big outright horror game. Because everything I feel like everything I've played has had like a horror tinge to it. I'm just after like macabre horror at the moment. Um, Bioshock was the one I played through recently. Um, because I have played Bioshock. I have played Bioshock and I have really enjoyed Bioshock. I can't remember anything that happened in it. Like literally, I think I must have played it with someone else maybe when i was younger and not remembered the twist or whatever but it had just dropped out of my memory like my experience of it so i thought hey i'm gonna play through that again and just it just reminds you how brilliant it is doesn't it there's a reason it's on the top of all these lists and is so inspirational across the board like i had a great time with bioshock have you played bioshock have you, I- would you play bioshock again
3: this is The thing, I think you're talking about the Bioshock phenomenon here because I have played Bioshock and Bioshock 2 and yet every single time a, an article comes across my desk for scrutiny that involves a big moment in Bioshock or Bioshock 2, I look at it and go, did that happen? And then I have to look it up and it turns out that it did happen and I've just erased it from my memory. So in some kind of very on-brand Bioshocky twist, I don't think it's possible for people to fully remember everything that happens. I genuinely, this is a few years ago, sent an article back to a contributor for what i thought he had done which was, was including the wrong body in the end of the game and i was like this isn't the body this person <laughs> are you talking this is the wrong game. Like, no this is literally once it because yeah it stops being atlas and it's frankfurt I, was like, I have no idea what you're talking about here and then i looked it up and even though know, I played the game two years prior i've completely forgotten about all that so you're yeah. not alone on this i would absolutely play through it again
1: i don't know why it happens like it's i, I think it is like just taking on the qualities of the game and being like well this isn't for me to remember; it's for me to enjoy again and uh, go full memento with it. So that that's been enjoyable.
3: Um, oh, I actually I, I know this is a gaming podcast, but I watched Memento for the first time recently.
1: Well, did you play a game related to it?
3: No, but I might have and I just forgot. So
1: You might have. This This is what we're going to do every week now. We're going to talk about the same games we've played across this period again and again and be like, well, this is brand spanking new. Um, the one I'm playing at the moment, I'm just rattling through these titles at the moment. What I'm playing at the moment to get to the final actual question of what I'm literally going through at the moment is Resident Evil 7. And I'm having a very horrible time with it because it's very scary and very spooky. And um, all the stuff I've spoken about with Resident Evil 7 and all of the Different things I have done with it. Oh, just seeing Marguerite with a like every time I see Marguerite, I can't cope with her. I don't like her. I don't like her stretchy arms. I don't like her weird bug infested, you know, pouch at the front. What's it called? Mons Pubis, when it's covered in beetles. <laughs> Mons pubis It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. It's really horrible. But you know, yeah. The thing
3: um like i've played part of that game it's literally in a box behind me somewhere i have played parts of that game i know exactly how horrible that is and yet every time i hear her name i still just really want pizza
1: oh a marguerite pizza Margu- marguerite
3: every time i hear it i don't think egg sack on the virgin i think nice fluffy <laughs> base rich sauce and some melted cheese
1: you know what? I'm going to try and you know give myself that that gift of of, of what you've just said, and try and insert pizza into my mindset of Marguerite's, You know, fighting giant bug, minch, or I don't know to say <laughs> that. I've said it. Uh, uh, or a uh, or a nice pizza. Oh. I think I'm gonna go for a nice pizza. Have you been playing anything else? Have you dabbled in anything else, or is there uh, anything you're planning on playing besides oh. the Last of Us Two, which we're definitely all gonna play? Yeah.
3: We're definitely gonna play the last two. I think I'm gonna give myself a few more goals on Overwatch. I did start to get back into that. I really enjoyed it. Um I don't know if is Overwatch still a thing? Like it felt like the big, like shooty multiplayer game for a while. I don't know if it still is.
1: I do not dabble with the multiplayer world. It is not for me. I'm not welcome there. So um by my own, by my own self-isolation away from it, take me away from the multiplayer stuff. So I don't know, I can't comment, but I oh, know well. Overwatch has always been a popular one.
3: Yeah, I'm going to give that a go. And then I will, I will, I promise, everybody watching, I promise I will get into Breath of the Wild. However, it would not be straight away because I I am cursed with every single controller I own. Uh, this PlayStation controller has a dead trigger. That PlayStation controller behind me has a dead spot on the analog stick. And now my left controller on the Switch has a dead spot on the analog stick. Oh and no. The other one the other one's just got a janky button now. So I don't know what I do to every single controller I own, but it's probably a reason why it takes me so long to get through games. Are
1: you like just raging whilst you're playing them and squishing genuinely, all the buttons
3: together? I'm not even. I'm okay. Maybe I'm not. I was gonna say I'm genuinely a pretty calm video game player, but also I get a bit too carried away, maybe. So maybe it is that. Maybe I squeeze it too hard. Do <laughs> so you relate to this? Being an only child, you have like very weird tactile issues. Like I always squeeze things that I like because I don't want to let them go.
1: Well, I. Uh, what I. I do not have a weird tactile issue. Don't project onto me. I've
3: seen you when we've been back in the office and we've ordered McDonald's in on a Friday. I've seen how you clutch that bag full of fries.
1: (laughs) I do clutch at fries. It's true. I do clutch for food. Anything else? No. Fries. Bring them to me. Um, But yeah, no, that's basically us. We're doing a little mini mini podcast. They're a bit shorter at the moment because we're doing a lot more of them. So please come check out the channel. Come check out the podcast. Come listen to us talk and we'll talk on... And on, and there will come more every week, every day. There's more. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember all the different shows you have. There's loads of interesting stuff. There's a Resi retrospective from Jules and Ben Roy. There's me and Adam just talking like just, this. Hanging out. just talking uh we have a horror podcast and a new horror channel as well which you should definitely check out which is very what? exciting
3: a new horror channel there's a new horror channel there's a new horror channel, well, new horror I, don't channel. Any, I don't know anything about this ash could you give me the big details please
1: well we do news lists podcasts and all sorts of other fun stuff with the lovely horror sheen basically anything to do with horror games movies Anything else that exists in media, um, we bring it all together and talk about it on the horror channel. Or well, we will do because it has just launched and it's got a fresh new list on it and a lovely trailer for it and lots more content is coming soon. So please subscribe.
3: I was going to say, do you mean to tell me that immediately after finishing this podcast, I could go, me, a normal person, could go and subscribe to this YouTube channel?
1: You absolutely could. And you oh. could also go over to our other ACAST channel, What Culture Horror Podcast, and listen to a whole host of lovely horror podcasts there too.
3: What's a great idea. You know what? I think I'll never going to get around to playing these Switch games because I'm going to go and do that.
1: And you should too, viewer. Thank you for watching. Please come back again soon for more lovely podcast goodness and check out what Culture Horror pretty please. Leave us a comment in the se- leave us a comment in the comment section below but <laughs> my words they have gone leave us a comment in the comment section below about what you have been playing and what you, is exciting you maybe you're looking forward to the last of us 2 maybe you've been replaying your whole games collection we want to know give us a chat talk to us on twitter as well at ash Millman and adam where can they find you
3: at adam cleary c-l-e-r-y
1: lovely stuff yep we'll be here very soon once again as will the others podcasts goodbye thank Web- you
3: webcam five me
1: oh here it goes. Well, there done. it is. <laughs> Bye.